1: They can tell us we're crazy and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. I do
0: everything you know. was a goddamn night. Put you up and explode. Like it's the fourth of tonight.
1: Possessed by perfection. In this land, if you're awake, you're the enemy. Thank you. comment ah, juste oh.
0: Don't look so torn. Open your eyes and the empire falls.
1: Gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. It's been a minute, uh, not really as long as it's been in the past. We've been pretty systematic about trying to get these suckers out twice a week. Um, we've even recorded well into the future. Right now, it's not quite July 8th, but that's when you're gonna be hearing this. And that's kind of a lot of fun. Um, I have with us today uh an old friend, a near and dear friend. You can catch up with some previous episodes that I've had this current guest on with us. We've had him on episode 65 episode 112 and episode 138 so he actually represents right now two percent of all of our guests ladies and gentlemen please welcome back to the show brian stavely and his mandela effect genius
0: thank you brother and we did a show on my channel as well your awakening interview so we've done four shows together at least
1: we've done the awakening interview we've done yeah. um there was another one where i was just i was part of your panel i was on one of your shows so all together we've we put in we've put in at least 10 hours worth of entertainment for the people
0: yeah man and I, I i like coming on here i'm glad that we uh it took us a while to get back together this time but we've both been busy with life and stuff so we'll, i'm sure we'll touch up on that but uh it's always yeah. a good time to talk with you man i appreciate you having me on
1: for sure for Thank sure you. you're uh you're a solid dude man you're nothing but entertaining you know nothing if not entertaining i should say the that so just drifting past your page every now and again, I see you defending and you fighting and people shitting and all this sort of stuff going all over the place. I'm like, ah, eh, fuck, he's up to his old tricks, this guy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't we, give up, man. No, you know, and, I don't give up, and we'll talk about that too because there's been a huge shift, at least maybe from my perspective. But I'm seeing a huge shift in what people are talking about and sort of you know what hills people are dying on that sort of thing. Um, but before yeah. we get into that, uh, you and I had a mutual friend. Uh, it's certainly in the uh, in the ethos of this whole sphere of things. Mac Parhar um, mm-hmm. p- passed away, um, and I don't know if there was ever anything that sort of came from it. But this guy was to anyone that knows, he was a front runner in you know the anti everything movement, and he was always right on the front lines. Uh, and he passed away in his bathroom, and I think it was
0: a heart attack or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what they ruled it as a heart attack. Was
1: there anything you would know more than me? Maybe you don't, but was there anything that was anything more suspicious about it? Did anything ever come of it? Or was there any whispers in the wind? Never, the wind might have been?
0: never heard really anything else to it after that, uh, you know, after that was released as far as the cause of his death or anything like that.
1: Wow. Well, he, I mean, as far as a whirlwind, man, that guy, he was right at the front, right at the front. And it was interesting to, to watch and to witness and, and to be privy to and and then he was gone. So, you know, I guess uh, at the end of the day on that one, rest in peace, Mac. And and thank you for all that you did.
0: Well, he was one of the most outspoken people against the whole bullshit that's been going on for the last two and a half years or however long it's been. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's a really big loss, you know? I mean, he really stood his ground as much as just about anybody, you know, and put his, put his face out there and, uh, Most people don't have the courage to do that, even and including most people that look into these topics and know that the things being presented to us are all lies and and know that things are all effed up. Most people still don't take that stand, though. You know, most people don't put it all on the line. But Mac did that. He really did. He lost his business. It obviously caused trouble with his, you know, at the home life, as it does for all of us, for the most part. You know, we all go through stages of that. Uh, But we don't all lose our business because we're taking a stand and not complying to and and he could have literally rolled over like a lot of, like every other business owner did pretty much, you know, but he didn't. He said, no, I'm not going to just close my doors for you. This is ridiculous. Yeah, and it is ridiculous, man. I mean, the whole COVID thing. And if it's just absolute insanity, the whole world went crazy like overnight. And now it's it's the cool thing is to be a complete pussy. That's the cool thing in this in this world. Be a complete pussy and that's all by design too. It wasn't just covid. I mean, they've been feminizing the men in it for years leading up to this. And you know, it, it's very apparent. Nobody has any balls to stand up for anything.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh it's, it's very true. I mean, back to Mac, you know, he did he lost his yoga shop right away cuz he's like this is bullshit. He was also one of the very first people to denounce the the hospitalization. He's like this story is false. I'm going to the hospitals to prove it. And and he did he went in you know, I've noticed, too, that, you know, on a lot of my episodes, if the if the word COVID is mentioned, there's a tag. So even on my podcast episodes, Spotify is putting up a tag that says um, for COVID information.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know. So I'll try and, you know, use the code. Well, it's words. too late
1: now. You know, I'm not worried about it. because yeah. I've never been one for censorship. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Plus, you know me, yeah, my I, entire I, career, I, I've been going up against the censors. So.
0: There's yeah, not- I didn't so, know yeah. they were hitting you like that. I knew they were starting a sense of podcast stuff. I didn't know that they were tagging you with COVID tags on Spotify. That's just—it so-
1: is crazy. Yeah, it's like to the point. And the, here's the thing too: like, I'm—I can't even—I'm not even sure right now if I can pull myself from Spotify, right? And mm-hmm. and or or if I want to, like, if I want if, if those numbers affect anything, or who's listening to what? You know, the, the Spotify numbers are really good, but I'm sure yeah. if all of a sudden I wasn't available on Spotify, the you know uh, the audience hopefully would find, would find us somewhere else. We're everywhere. Um, but you know, Instagram, Spotify, those things are just a peculiarity, but yeah. So, I mean, you're right when you say Mac was, you know, the first, the the forerunner, you know, and, and even me, you're talking about putting your face out there. Like even this podcast before we went started, I said, you know, I don't use the video for this yet. Um, and, and a lot of that, a lot of that stemmed from what I was talking about pre COVID, right? Because here's now here's a plus to COVID. It's 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 in the we're in the process right now of waking a lot of people up to a lot of things.
0: Yes. And
1: I really do understand, I and I like that. I okay. guess I mean the best way to put it is through pain, through extreme pain, people are waking up. And people are seeing a lot more. But prior to COVID, for example, I would talk about all kinds of things that were essentially, you know, free thought. Get yourself right, get your mind right, sort of understand that. What we've been delivered isn't 100 percent accurate. Uh, and I took a lot of flack. I took a lot of shit from a lot of people. Um, a lot. And you know that, you know what those people are like. There's some people that are just trolls, and there's some people that don't understand and don't comprehend. And there are some people that just want to attack. So, yeah. I mean, the first few episodes, we did video. We were on YouTube, and then YouTube turned on us. Well, YouTube didn't turn on us yet, but the people were like just, you know, rude on YouTube. So I'm like, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do the video, you know. If you want to comment, comment on the podcast. That's good for traction. <laughs> um, but now I think it's it's kind of more time to sort of, you know, definitely get our, our faces back out there. And I know a lot of people uh, that are in this movement that are putting their faces out there now. They're the, and they all had sort of the same idea as me. Like, why would I, why would I risk saying something and, and sort of having my face out there when you know full well that the bots, for example, the bots are going to put you on blast. And, and, and the algorithm is going to be on blast.
0: We need to show everybody that we're not backing down from none of it. And, you know, like, it's like when I tell people, like, we need to show people that like, we, it's, it's okay to have these conversations like everywhere. You should be able to have these type of conversations that mean you have in public and not have to worry about, Hey, who's listening around because this is what people actually do. There's a lot that like what you said about COVID COVID made me realize like, there's a lot of people even if they still believe in the politics and stuff and they think COVID's real, but they think it's an overreach and there's enough lies involved that they're ready to hear a lot of other ideas about deceptions. Yeah. You know, now's the time. Now's the time for guys like me and you um to to put our faces out. I mean, I've been putting my face out there for a while, but for everybody to put their face out there, their name out there, and also to uh initiate conversation with these people in public, you know, because uh we see we have a responsibility, we know. Like, you know, just like I know that you're going to put this on your podcast and however many hundreds or however many thousands of people will listen to it. Same thing when I put it on my channels, like we know that there's like this community, different communities. There's all these people that think like we do, at least in some aspect. A lot of these other people, they don't even know about like YouTube chats and your podcasts and your forums and all that. Like they're just completely like think that they don't have anybody to talk to. So that, that's what I do. Like when I talk to people on the street now, whether it's COVID Mandela effect, whatever it is, you know, right when I think that they're engaged enough that I'm going to hand them my business card. The first thing I say to them is there's a whole bunch of people that think like us and there'll be a hundred, 200 people in this live chat and you can call in. And, and that, I think that's powerful for them.
1: Yeah, that that is. And, and and that's a lot of that is is how we've done it too over here. I mean, the Mental Mastery Alliance, first and foremost, is helping people understand themselves in a world that hadn't gone as crazy as it, as it is now. So yeah. wh- you know, when, when you talk about echo chambers, and that's not, that's not a, a derogatory term when I say it, because people have used echo chamber as a derogatory term. What I'm saying is an echo chamber is guys like you and me right now in this conversation, we're going to talk and we're going to say some stuff back and forth. And you're going to say some things that are going to open my eyes to a, a couple other things. I'm going to be able to extrapolate and be like, oh, dick, dick, dick. And then this will be that. And I'll pick up on a few other things. And Mm -hmm. hopefully the same goes back and forth. So that echo chamber, when an open mind, when two open minds are speaking on a topic that is well-versed between the two of us, which we are, um, there's new information that will come to light and there's new, there's new whatever that will be, um, that will be shown. So I'll be able to see and understand something better. Right. But to people that don't understand this and to all the audience members that listen to stuff, they love it. Now, just like you're out there on the streets talking to people, my Instagram account for the most part is, is motivational. It's, it's, it's kind of a skew. It's a, it's motivation adjacent because it's, it's definitely like, Hey, free thought, but also like, don't, don't beat yourself up. And that kind of stuff gets people to pay attention as well. And then they're like, Oh, it's, so it's like, it's like, you know, motivation, 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 truth bomb, motivation, 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 truth bomb. So digitally, I'm doing my best to pull people in as well and get mm-hmm. one or two more people because you when, you, when you mentioned the 100s or the 1000s of people that listen, I was thinking, yes, I love my audience. I absolutely adore my audience. These guys are the greatest. And I think that if we talk about something in a certain tonality or a certain respect with regards to something that they're interested in, the listener, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. might then say to somebody else, hey, listen to this podcast. Hey, check this guy out because this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm saying. And this is what you're talking about. And just so you know, people aren't, you know, you're not the only one thinking these things. Here's a couple of guys talking about this, you know, ad nauseum about certain things Mm -hmm. and certain stuff. And the way I look at it, every single thing that does come out and every single thing that does play and every single talking point that we get is an opportunity to, Understand and comprehend something else a little bit better, something else a little bit more in depth. I mean, prime mm-hmm. example um, today, today. So whenever we're recording, this this won't be today when we go live. But but <laughs> so to those listening, at some point a couple weeks ago, R. Kelly got sentenced to uh, 30 years, right, for child sex trafficking. Um, and this was like, here's the thing, you know, the timeline. R. Kelly lives through the 90s. Everybody under the sun whatever. Remember the whole Dave Chappelle thing where he's like pissing on the kids and they made jokes about R. Kelly being, you know, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and, and, and nobody, nobody batted an eye. Every single person just accepted it. Hollywood accepted it. Everybody accepted it. Everybody knew R. Kelly was touchy feely. Uh, everybody knew he had proclivities for 15, 16 year olds. Um, I don't know that for sure. I don't know if there's any proof of anything. Now he's been arrested and he's been sent to jail for 30 years, whatever. Um, you know, I don't want to just, uh, <laughs> I don't want to cause a step on any Anyway, the, um, the thing about that is we've got R. Kelly. Multiple things have taken place here. It's now obvious that he was doing something. It was, it's now obvious that everyone knew he was doing something, even back then, because, again, the jokes existed in the early 2000s. And nobody did anything. So now he's in jail. So now we understand that there's a systemic problem. And now, yeah. and, and people are like, oh, I can wake up to that. Oh, I can, I can add that. Or I can, I can see that. Where before we'd be like, these celebrities are doing these things. And people are like, well, there's no proof, right? Now, on top of that, a couple of days ago, Ghislaine Maxwell got 20 years. And she was the literally the right-hand man, if not the main procurer for an entire list of people uh, for the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. And mm-hmm. so R. Kelly comes in and gets 30 years. Ghislaine Maxwell gets 20 years. And she gets put on suicide watch. And the list that she has, she was so she was convicted of child sex trafficking. In other words, they had a long list of people that she trafficked to. And none of those people have been brought up on anything. But now court of public opinion and court of public appeal, people will start putting these things together. Why did R. Kelly get 30 years? Why did she get 20 years? You know, why was that a thing? Why can, you know, and, and people are just going to start asking more and more questions. And then we get to what's, you know, referred to as, I'm sure you're aware of the 100th monkey on a lot of things where the grand and overall consciousness of people understanding and comprehending what's going on starts to shift. And I firmly believe that we're already past that.
0: You think it's already on the upswing?
1: I, well, yeah, I think that, I think that, you know, the ball's been pushed and I think that more and more things are going to come to light more and more things that seem inconsequential now, but Mm -hmm. will turn out to be pretty monumental moving forward. A ton of little, little notches will turn into something huge. Huge.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think you're seeing it in your community? And like in your specific community, because you are you basically you're a, a a voice for the oh. Mandela and the, oh,
0: yeah. uh man. I mean, I I'm pretty frustrated, honestly, to tell you the truth. Uh I see a lot of people putting their line in the sand on a lot of things and uh not wanting to move forward. That doesn't go for everybody. I mean, half the people are great, you know, and want to keep the conversation going. But man, you try talking to some of these truth content creators about the Mandela effect and they completely glitch out, man. Hmm. And they, they're irrational and the the way that they go at it and the way that they uh, are willing to just throw away everything, all their senses, all their experience and everything. Because uh, you know what I found is <clears throat> people get really married to certain topics and yeah. then they form new paradigms. And then if you throw something else in there, like Mandela effect, which will obviously question any paradigm you might currently be in uh, that's it. They feel maybe threatened or something. So, um, I, I, I will say on a positive note though, uh, I I have seen some uh, of the upswing in family members. Uh, one of them I kind of expected wouldn't go along with the the COVID and everything, but the other one, uh, he's, he's been getting pretty vocal about all of it and he, he still buys into the whole Trump thing and all of that. But, uh, not not buying into really t- too many of the other lies, as, at least as so far as as far as COVID uh, and some other things. So I've seen some people. I, I, honestly, dude, I, I see it more as like a separation. It, you see it as like an upswing. I'm seeing a, a very starch difference between two groups of people, and some people are going deeper and deeper in the hole, and other people are coming out of it. Like because it's like it's almost like split down the middle. Like m- my mother's uh, side of the family, my dad's side of the. F- it's just really weird, dude. I don't know i I just see some people that are just completely lost and are never coming out of it <clears>
1: oh <throat> well, i I think why I see it differently is because maybe. I was once one who got locked into something and I remember actually, I'm not going to say maybe I was, I was absolutely somebody who, who found something new, some new bone uh, latched yeah. onto it. And that was it. Uh, and, and it was at the time it was also, you know, it, it was indicative of my breakthroughs. It was indicative of my level ups and um, you know, like flat earth, for example, uh, I, I met you through, and this is the funny thing, like, man, I'm drawing a blank. I don't even remember the guy's name. And this was a guy that, uh, oh, it was ODD, wasn't it? Didn't yeah, ODD. It yeah, there we go. Right. So I met you through him, and and he, this guy was like the first guy that ever made any sense to me. Wait, And this is way back in the day. I mean, I'm talking loose change uh, Zeitgeist days. And when you look back on that sort of stuff, you're like, fuck. Zeitgeist in and of itself was a was a psyop. It was a, it was a, basically a truth sandwich, you know. And it's kind of funny when you sort of look at this stuff and you, and when you start seeing these things because the Flat Earth to me was a great eye opener. And then I think because that was my foray. And what I mean by foray, I mean, like I understood and I had questions when it came to 9-11. I didn't believe this stuff. I didn't believe, you know, certain stories just didn't make sense to me. didn't line up to me. So I was always curious as to why they would say what they would say, but I was never out of the matrix. I was just aware that something else was a thing. Right. And when we get to, um, when we get to, to, to flash forward to flat earth, uh, I remember a first a friend of mine introduced it to me. And I'm like, ah, you know, I've all heard about it. And then I sort of got into it and I'm like, fuck, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah. it made a lot, I mean, so much sense. And, you know, small things like water doesn't bend. Small things like why is the moon visible in both Australia and Canada at the same time?
0: You know, why does uh, no no profession in the world uh, account for this curve of spin of the earth and everything think, just works? I mean, that's, ex- that's a
1: exactly why. Why is the Coriolis effect something that people take into consideration, but that nobody actually ever does? People don't even think about the fact that, you know, the airport that you're headed towards when you get on a plane is moving the entire time you're in the air. It's in, it's changing direction or it's, sorry, it's changing yeah. position. Well,
0: so the so the ground's spin the ground, the ground spinning at you sideways at a thousand miles an hour is, in some places. I yeah, mean, it's, it's coming at you. Yeah. And alleged,
1: alleged. allegedly, right. And there's no difference in spin from when you're standing on the equator to when you're standing at, you
0: know, at the North pole.
1: <laughs> also the, the the sun's 93 million miles away. Uh, but a little tiny cloud will take away its power. <laughs> You'll get cold yeah. if there's just a little tiny cloud there. Uh, it also loses it also loses all of its power between the equator and the and the north and south pole. Right? It just all of a sudden it's winter at the poles, but uh, it's hot as hell yeah. at the equator. Ninety three million <laughs> yeah. miles, and then that little gap between the equator and the and
0: yeah. the pole that can't handle it. Ices everything down. Uh, Ices everything down real quick. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's just shit that doesn't make sense. So you know, people can believe whatever they want to believe. You know, and then now I, I saw so here I am, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, well, globe earth is a scam. Um and then I start talking about flat earth. And I was like, that's you know, that's a big thing. Right. And I it was that knowledge, it was that thing that you, you know, you had you knew something. So you sort of your own egoic stance plays into that. And now even oh, now, like God. I don't see I, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I don't believe in quote unquote flat earth anymore either.
0: Well, I, I I don't like to attach myself to anything like in that in that sense, because like now that the question is, is the earth even physical at all? Like exactly like yeah. because with what I'm seeing, you know, supernatural reality shifts, it throws physical matter completely into question it throws time completely into question, at least all the ways we would taught these things completely out the window. And yeah. that includes whether you got brought up with like what type of scientific background or even when you throw out your science, your quote unquote scientific background then you're doing your own things and other topics like flat earth or these other things. No, it's different now. It, it, it's it makes me wonder if in some sense, some of that what didn't explode when it did to cover up the fact that this reality is fluid. Now stick with me here. Like you got, you got two paradigms. So you've got the globe earth paradigm, right? Which is full of lies. It's, you know, complete nonsense. Mm -hmm. Then you have flat, then you have flat earth and granted, yes, water's level. You can see way too far. It's definitely not spinning like the, the physical earth that we stand on. But what it, what it's done is it's made so many people get trapped in a mindset that, well, since they've been debunking the globe with physical measurements and things like this, they think that they can have to be able to measure and equate something for it to be real. Well, that's not the case at all with what's happening into this reality. And I've actually found now that after four years of making Mandela Effect videos, I've been looking at both of these topics for about eight years, Uh, but Mandela Effect really took my interest over a lot. In about 2017, I was kind of done being interested in Flat Earth, even though I agreed with a lot of it, you know? Because uh, this is just way it's more gateway, like yeah. next level. 100%. Yeah, it's a gateway. It, it's a, it, And this is way more next level. And then now what I've seen is so many uh, of uh, people don't want to connect the dots to the Mandela effect because it doesn't fit in their flat earth paradigm. Well, I'm sorry if it breaks your fucking paradigm. I mean, every one of these topics, 9, 11, 12 years ago, broke my paradigm, right? And then it goes COVID, it broke the paradigm of what I thought about the, the body. And, and not that I trusted the medical system in 2019, but you know what I'm saying? Like, all these things well, are game changers.
1: 100% what you're saying, though, like, it's not that you trusted or didn't trust. You didn't have to think about it, right? If you broke a bone, you went to the <laughs> hospital, that sort of shit, right? Yeah. And then you think about stuff like, you know, I mean, there was... You know, we knew about SARS, we knew about AIDS, we knew about that sort of stuff. There was there was rumors, we knew about the Tuskegee experiment, we knew that the government was up to something, just like everybody knew R. Kelly was up to something, type of thing. But like nobody, you just don't think yeah. about it because it's it's in the ethos of side inside of whatever shit that you're already on autopilot for. Yeah. But with regards to flat earth um, and, and globe Earth and that sort of stuff, like I had, I followed, I remember being like, you know, I remember being aggressive in the beginning. Can,
0: can I, can I ask you though, do like real quick, let me, but do you ever like step back now and watch some of the conversation, not even just some of it, most of it. And it looks like really immature to you, the back and forth, like from both sides. Okay. It's like, I don't really even want to be part of that conversation because no, there's no. so much more than that. And I'm not going to the, the fucking Mandela effect guy who's already moved on past that. I, I keep talking about, you know, that because i'm trying to wake more people up to the to this reality but it's been like four years now trying to wake flat earthers up to the mandela effect and i've woken tons of people in the community up but the way that these uh content creators are like you brought up the ego ego is what probably the biggest factor i'm running up against and a lot of them think it threatens their paradigm a lot of people and i'm not shitting on anybody for uh making anything like i'm making money on rockfin now and all that everybody knows that but a lot of people will not get off what they've got into with their comfort zone because they started getting income from it or whatever. You know, I know that funny. that plays into it too. I've, and then there's definitely some people that are that are some people that are definitely put up to, uh, you know, put up to stand in the way and no matter what, keep you in that physical paradigm. Go ahead.
1: I've reached out to Rockfin a few times, and they always have this thing where I have to like give them my phone number for them to call me and interview me. Mm-hmm. And every single time, I never get a phone call from them. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Or maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know, uh, but I can't. I can't seem to get on Rockfin, and that might be. I may have blocked their number on my phone, and not. When I not even realized it. Yeah. So every time I've tried it, they, you know, I'm not getting through to them. But I still want to be on Rockfin. Are you? Are you making a, a, a decent coin on that, or how's that working out?
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it after the show, and I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch with them for you, and do what I can for you to get you on there. You should be able to get on
1: there. I would like to be on there, just you know, simply because there's no point in not monetizing certain things. Right. Bottom line. Speaking of monetizing certain okay. things, are you selling those shirts? I want one of those shirts. Is what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, they're on my uh, Streamlabs link uh, through the Streamlabs store. I have them.
1: Nice. <clears throat> I'll put that up on the on the uh, show notes as well for everybody. They're fun little shirts. Um,
0: so yeah, I like I like these shirts. I like these shirts. Yeah.
1: What you were talking about with regards to waking flat earthers up, um, I, I I'm I mean this, I feel like we've been talking too much about flat earth, but it's not about this whole even the entire time that we've been talking about it it's yeah, not it, about flat. Earth. it's
0: it's not it's not that it's about flat earth it's that so many people have gotten to it just like so many people in the truth movement awakening or whatever years ago got to 9-11 like that's a big consensus that everybody got to 9-11's an inside job right yeah. now basically anybody that's a truther of any sort at least you know they know by now that the globe's a lie and nasa's completely fake i think you know because even though we Take it to a deeper level. I think we all agree on that. So the the thing is, it's not like I'm not I'm not like trying to target a certain group of people because they're flat earthers like I'm trying to target the largest amount of people I can. And that's what the truth movement is now. But most people, I mean, how many have you seen that think it's like some finish line of truth? It's such a joke, man. And, and, and then they, they want to come at me because I can't explain every individual aspect of the Mandela effect. Like, I can't tell you exactly like how people's names can change or how this can happen or why there seems to be a lot of original unchanged residue for certain things like Volkswagen. Like, we don't have all the answers, but flat Earth is after eight years. Can't even tell me what the sun is, what the moon is, how far the stars are. There's very little you guys can tell me. So it's it's quite uh, ironic that the people would come at the Mandela effect like that. It's very weird to me. But well, go ahead. I'm sorry. i yeah. get me
1: going Uh see so you're animated. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So on that, on that, in that same vein, and in that same sort of a, a dialect there, the, I know people who are, like you said, you know, we, we generally consumed or, or assume that the nine 11 was fake. Um, I know people that are in the nine 11 community that never left it. Like the nine 11 community is still going on, you know? And what I mean by still going on is like, people are still having debates. So there are, st- and this is what, this is what blows me away. Like 20 years later, there are still, I, they must be bots or something like that that are going out of their way to go inside the, 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 the message boards and the, and the, and the Instagrams and, and all that sort of stuff to be like, to denounce anyone that's trying to debunk nine eleven. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you really truly think about your life, who fucking cares if it was well- fake or not? Like, what what part of your life has you dedicating defense of a government story right yeah like yeah. i understand like if you you know if you say like you brought some stuff up too like why after 20 years why is there no memorial why is there no day of reckoning when like thousands of people you know who who lost you know the 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 extended families of thousands of people they don't get together there's no
0: Why? Why? Why isn't my Facebook even? Why isn't my Facebook flooded with families of the three thousand families of victims that would be spread out all over our social media? You don't see none of it, dude.
1: And that so that also applies. That also applies to COVID. You right now with regards to COVID, you've got people saying a lot of people died, but there isn't a single person like if like people forget that there was literally a running death toll ticker on some channels of all the people that died from COVID. Right, yep. which would which would mean that there would be hundreds of thousands, like, like, basically the amount of people that they said died from COVID,
0: would they have, were literally live stream live stream in Johns Hopkins University, Johns, which is crazy to me, but Johns Hopkins University uh, uh, snapped yeah. tickers tickers of hundreds of thousands of deaths. It was like, wow.
1: and if that amount of people died from COVID, then every single one of us would have been affected by somebody who died from COVID. Every last one of us would, of course. If it were real, here's another thing, too. If it were real, why why would we want to prove it not real? Why would we be sitting here going, (laughs) people are assholes. We would be mourning with all of you.
0: Adam, if it were real, I mean... We would have heard ambulances wailing the sirens all day for 20%. a year and a half, two years, and we never heard anything. And, you know, it wasn't just Mac that went and checked either. You know, I, I went to hospitals and doctor's offices in March of 2020 and checked as well, and there was absolutely nothing going on. As you know, you know, no bodies piling up in the street, none of this. And speaking of social media, because everybody should be able to relate to this, even you people that never left the house, you all have these, these tools, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You all have probably thousands of friends you went to school with. I know I do. And I not a single one and i'm 44 years old not a single person my age all of a sudden got sick and died because of covid not a single one i mean and and you know that goes for (laughs) it goes for just all across
1: the board but everybody's (laughs) got a story and that's that's where the mind comes and
0: and even if somebody is told even if somebody is told that somebody died of covid it's like then you really get into the meat and potatoes of it and it's like well You know whatever happened to the flu? Because the COVID numbers went up, the flu numbers dropped off the map, and they have the same exact symptoms. So you tell me what's not adding up here, pal? I mean, give me a break.
1: And that you know, I we've had that conversation because this. I'll step into the next one too. When people talk about that and they say, you know, when I say that you know COVID was fake, they're like, people died of COVID. I'm like, I don't doubt that. I doubt that. I sorry, I don't doubt that. I I don't. I believe that some people Mm -hmm. truly had a variation of the flu and, and they died from it. But the numbers, the death numbers did not change at all between 2018 and 2022. The global overall people still died and still were born, right? There, were no, there was no fluctuation in, in death numbers.
0: None, none. And also they were jacking up that death toll prior to even having a, a, a testing procedure allegedly to be able to yeah. test for COVID-19.
1: And everybody's still aware that, you know, the government or the, the the news medias are all busted and lying and that the, the hospitals were paid to to boost COVID numbers. That's out there. That's not that's not a conspiracy anymore. That's a thing. Now, here's where it gets interesting, because and this is where a lot of people start yelling at me. I believe that all of I believe that ninety nine point nine percent of the COVID death numbers are fake.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I also believe that 99.9% of the vaccine numbers are bullshit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think firmly that, you know, first. Can you,
0: can you clarify that by vaccine numbers? Do you mean that the percentage of people they say are vaccinated or do the percentage of people that are supposedly injured from it? What part of the vaccine are we talking about? All of that.
1: All of that. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think, I think that the, the, the number of people that they say are vaccinated, I think is fake. I think a lot of people got vaccinated. Um, i yeah. think i think that uh the 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 amount of deaths and, and serious injury from vaccine i also think that's fake um i think that i think that the same people that fed us the the COVID numbers are feeding fake are
0: f- fake or overblown over as far as the injuries overblown i'm
1: putting it on the exact so same you, level as as COVID.
0: Yeah. So, what about uh so what about things like these supposed all these athletes dropping on the field? Because a lot of people think that's fake. Do you think that that's totally fake? Because then they don't seem to be big name American ones that anybody over here can name.
1: I'm gonna say, and this is where the community hates me. I'm gonna say that it's it's probably bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, you know, are we getting real quiet when we say that? I mean, but no, we're not. I mean, like, I think that people are dying, right? And I don't know what it is but i think that 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 there are people out there that are doing certain things right and and what i mean by that is like well there's a nefarious undertone taking place in a lot of things now with regards to those athletes there's a lot of athletes right now being pushed harder than they've ever been pushed in their entire lives there's also a lot of designer drugs out there right now so if these athletes are dying which they probably are i mean there's there's there seems to be more validity to the dying athletes than to the, to the, to the, the thousands and thousands of bodies. Right. But I'm not going to, where I draw my differentiation is I'm not going to say vaccines did that. Right. Because I think that the same people that made you afraid of COVID and, and, and push I, I feel you, well, are pushing mentality. the same narrative with regards to the vaccines
0: exactly and so there's so many underlying issues that people already had that would make them sick and could die and then they will label in a covid so it comes in as like this net to over, overcome it now if people are getting sick from all the other things they 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 have the world twisted in a way where they think that you know 80% of the world is is vaccinated or whatever in reality if you go by your experience, you probably would say maybe one out of every two people you know is vaccinated. Or I don't know what your experience is. That's mine. Maybe half the people I know are vaccinated and half of them aren't, but they have the world thinking that everybody's vaccinated, including all the truthers, right? So when this stuff starts to happen, people automatically default to, oh, it must have been the vaccine, right? Just like people defaulted when people were dying, that it must be COVID. Is that kind of like what you're thinking?
1: Well, even to bring it back to Mac, when Mac passed away, the like 100% of everyone said they took him out yeah right and and everyone that well, was i wouldn't say i to, wouldn't
0: say hundred not 100 of okay. people
1: but 99 so, so the same numbers i'll say 99.9 percent of people said they took him out right in our community or in in yeah. the free thought community but yeah on the same in the same vein anyone that knew mac as how the media portrayed him
0: mm-hmm. so
1: anyone that was that was leaning towards the media because they made him look like a fucking looney Tunes guy and he absolutely was not. He was one of the smartest people I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that watched the news and anyone that was that, he was enemy number one. He was on his way to, to trial. He was doing this and anything for abandoning the, the, uh, the quarantine and that sort of stuff. So every single person in that vein, so again, 99.9%, you know, or we'll just make it an arbitrary 99%. All of them said he died of COVID. Right. Yeah. So when when we look at him and he's and he's he's literally you and me. I mean, there was a time where you were sitting there having a drink with him, right? So this well, guy. He,
0: I mean, a year a year ago, he he stayed right here in this room. I mean, yeah. crash hit the weekend. You know, exactly. We had so great-
1: there's there's no, you know, there's no there's no six degrees of separation with Mac. Mac touched all of us, right? And even the people that didn't know him, the people that saw him as at public enemy number one, everyone's got a story. Everyone's got their ideology. We believe that he, you know, when it first started, I'm not saying now I'm saying when it first started, the majority of the truthers would have been like, they took him out. And then the majority of the people, the non-truthers would have been like COVID got him. Right. Yeah. And then again, that's sort of, that was the thing. That was the immediate response. And a lot of people don't get past the immediate response. A lot of people are like, this is what happened. This is what I saw. This is the way it went out. And there are people right now, I don't know why they would be, but there are people well, there's right even now.
0: there's even still there's still even people that are a huge part of the truth movement, the, a large portion of the truth movement that are saying, oh, well, they, they uh, you know, they, they, you know, Mac faked it because then they could run with that he had COVID and he could make all the truth look bad. And the fuck it's ridiculous. The fucking media never even ran with that. He had COVID that was never even as they, and you would think that they would, you know, because he yeah. was the guy they never even went there after he died. It was stayed, stayed that he had a heart attack. It wasn't said to be COVID related vaccine related yet. Everybody else is going in all these other fucking directions. Yeah.
1: And honestly, if you think about it and, and here's another thing too, that sort of gets, that that i you know i i have the ability to polarize both the truthers and the normies is the respectfully the media dropped it altogether when mac died of a heart attack the media mm-hmm. dropped the whole thing he was never brought up again mm-hmm. and that that's respectful you know it's not it's not one of those things where crazy covid lunatic dies of covid right i mean there were some ridiculous there was, and, there was like a few Google. there was a
0: few articles there were a few articles but they were really like low-level websites they weren't anything yeah, like exactly you know, and then they were pulled it was, down was they it? Were gone.
1: yeah but he was under attack by the ctv you know cbc
0: oh dude i mean dude he was definitely under attack by the big by big media up until and, that until that then, point absolutely they weren't. Dude, that can,
1: so, so i say that just because i mean i guess the, the the overall you know the overall thing for me in my position not on mac but on, on all of it is that you can look at it in any in any sort of way shape or form to see the benefits and the positives or the negatives um and and i think that when we can really truly sort of remove ourselves from the situation like you said earlier you said don't you get sick of, of even just watching these people have these conversations i mean with regards to the actual topic of flat earth i won't talk about it I'll be like, yeah, this, this, and this, but what about this, this, and this? And then if you know, they'll say certain things and I'll be like, you know what? That's cool. That's the journey that you're on. M- myself, I'm I'm far beyond. Here's the thing, I'm far beyond everything that has nothing to do with me. And yeah. that seems almost ignorant or arrogant.
0: No, but- no, 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 no. No. That's perfect, dude. That's what I've come to since COVID started. Yeah. That- you have to you you have to start to put yourself first and do what's better for your life and make the changes in your own life. You know, it's like uh, people oh, what's it matter? Uh, how's the Mandela effect going to change your life? How's flat Earth going to change your life? Well, nine eleven? How you? No, you got to make your own changes in your own life. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: and see the thing with the Mandela effect is that that's fascinating to me because i had i had what's his name your 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 number one denouncer guy on the, on the show just a while ago a long time ago i haven't heard Ooh. him since the joey guy
0: oh and, my god
1: <laughs> yeah i told you about that when i was going to put him on i and, forgot
0: uh, i forgot i forgot all about that dude and, and yeah i didn't was, forget about him i forgot that you did a thing with him holy crap okay go ahead
1: yeah and, and the interesting thing was it got you know the, the show um the show got really good response And it was interesting because, you know, I'm not here to like have an opinion one way or the other, Um, but I like the Mandela effect because like I said, it it doesn't, it's one of those things that does affect me and, but also doesn't affect me. Like nine 11 is a physical thing in this realm and in this reality. Right. And COVID is a thing that is, is, is a weapon for division. The Mandela effect is something that's just simply happening. Like who, like nobody under the sun gives a shit if Volkswagen changed their logo. Right? Nobody under the sun gives a shit if the Bernstein and Bernstein Bears is a thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect anybody. It doesn't do anything on the surface. I'm gonna get a new battery in this thing. I'm gonna lose my. I'm probably gonna lose my camera before we.
0: Welcome to intermission.
1: mission. Sorry for what appeared to be a bit of a jump in the show, ladies and gentlemen. I lost my train of thought. I lost my camera battery. Brian lost his coffee. I was just a bloody mess all right in the middle of all that. <laughs> um, but we're back now. And what I was talking about, I believe, was the Mandela effect doesn't affect me and 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 how I'm okay with that and what I mean by that. Um, you know, we're talking about flat earth. Man, where you live affects you. And... I mean, you, 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 actually, you know what You're like, you think it does, but it really doesn't because it doesn't matter where we live. It doesn't matter. It does not matter where we live, but that we're living and having these experiences. So with regards to the Mandela effect, I can understand people being like, you know, cognitive dissonance dictates that you can't tell me I don't live on a globe because I've been indoctrinated to believe I live on a globe. Man, one <laughs> of the things I always asked as a kid, and this is just, just totally off the cuff, but one of the things I always asked as a kid was Star Trek, you know, Star Trek, remember Star Trek? And Star Trek The oh, Next I Generation. Yeah. I still love The Next Generation. I mean, I'll watch that show still. And I, because I can't really watch TV because I understand it too much and I see all the shit. And I just watch the, bro, the propaganda is absolutely next level. The new Doctor Strange in the multiverse movie, right? Yeah. So, and not to give anything away, but I'm, I'm going to give some stuff away. Doctor Strange jumps over to another universe. And in that universe, he's dead. But in that universe, he was killed by a group of people. Uh, the very same group of people that he organized. He pulled everybody together and they created this thing. So they're not called the Avengers. They're not called the Defenders of Earth. Bro, well, they're called the Illuminati. And oh, I laugh at this because so Doctor Strange created the Illuminati in this in this peculiar multiverse. And they are... He has to protect a character. And the character's name is America. Mm-hmm. So... The Illuminati is protecting America from yeah. witches in the darkness. Yeah. Right. And I'm laughing at that. I'm like, you guys aren't even trying to hide this shit anymore. You're just putting it all out there and you're going to, you know, paint yourself with propaganda and all that sort of shit. Um, but yeah. So one of the things that I thought of in, in Star Trek, with, like back in the day, right? So, and I didn't even realize, I didn't even tie this into Earth, uh, Earth realm, Earth reality, whatever. But yeah. every single ship in Star Trek, well, two things that, that sort of caught my attention. We've all seen those those uh those those uh displays, you know, the this is the size of the earth, and this is the size of the moon, and this is the size of our sun, and this is the size of the red giant, this, and this is the size of the blue giant. You know that 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 graph that the planets are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Have you ever seen that thing? Anyway, yes. It uh it people, you know, I'm looking at that going, well, if the planets are bigger, then the people are bigger. In other words, The people or the the entities that live on that planet will be size equivalent to those planets, right? Mm -hmm. Which would mean that if this planet was the size of whatever, then and they decided that they were going to go into space travel, then the ship that they're traveling in would pass by Earth and we would be space dust. The planet Earth would be the equivalent of a grain of dust because of the infinite greatness that that exists out there, right? Mm -hmm. and this is the kind of thing that made me laugh because they're like, no, it's just a bigger planet with all the people that are the same height. They're all six foot living on this massive giant planet. I'm like, OK, that doesn't make any sense. Secondly, the implication of up and down in space made me laugh. Right. So all of the ships always at all times throughout all of the Star Treks or anything that's ever been shot, ever in sp- shot, shown, sorry, in space, all yeah. of the ships meet like this. They come nose yeah. to nose. Yeah. The impl- like the implication is that there's an up and down in the universe, right? Why wouldn't a ship just be like, uh, how you doing? You know, there's no there's no rhyme or reason that these guys would always be nose to nose. There is no up or down in space. Anyone can come from anywhere, right? There's no, there's no, sh- it's just, it's it, the absurdity of all of it. And I'm sitting there going, how come this doesn't make any sense? And people are like, well, first <laughs> of all, what the fuck are you talking about? And second of all, you're just overthinking it. I'm like, man, I'm not overthinking it. I'm not overthinking it. This no. is weird. Shit's weird.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> anyway, uh, that was a that was a little bit of tangent there. This is a fun episode. It's a long yeah. time since I've had it's the opportunity right, to shoot the shit about Randy. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we,
0: we gotta do it. We gotta do it more regularly, man. I agree. You on me, me next time. I'm gonna have you gonna have you on. Maybe, maybe we'll do another round table or those are fun. I like yeah. having you on with other people with an open mind too. That, that's cool. So I have some ideas. We could probably do a couple cool round tables.
1: You can put me on with some people with closed minds too. I'll make fun of them and try to help them open their minds.
0: I don't yeah. want those fuckers on my show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. I, okay. So there's the thing for me. Like Again, what we talked about earlier, Like I see past certain things. And this is where when I say the Mandela effect is one of those things where it's like, why, like why would you get aggressive about the Mandela effect? The Mandela effect is cool and it lines up with it lines up with this universe that we're in. Right? Because it's basically energy based. I mean scientifically, if you break down the molecules inside the atom is a quarks quarks and quasons. They've already talked about quantum quantum entanglement, quantum mechanics. Quantum entanglement being if you move your hand now a rock on Mars moves as well. Right? So mm. there's implications with quantum entanglement that space is real and all that sort of stuff, but Quantum entanglement is something that they promote and that they push. And if quantum entanglement is real, if quantum physics are real, which they appear to be, science is talking about them, then reality as we know it can't exist. So the same people that are telling you that everything's a physical form are also Mm -hmm. telling you that quantum mechanics and and quantum entanglement is also
0: a thing. Yeah. It's a complete paradox that they're presenting.
1: Yeah. And people are like, well, now I'm going to make an opinion of it. And not only that, but I'm going to get aggressive towards my opinion. One thing I've noticed when you talk about sort of aggressive people in, in a much grander scale is um, the egoic self and waking up from the egoic self and then waking into the spiritual ego. So it's like you crash out of the egoic self and you crash into the spiritual ego and the spiritual ego is, is I'm, I'm having a spiritual awakening and that separates me from you. Right. And that, to me, that, makes you laugh.
0: that's a big that's a big point. And that's something I try and stress to people when I present that their Mandela effect. And I always try and present it to people that like we're all going through this and it yeah. isn't about me being right, right. And you being wrong. It's literally about all the humans are experiencing what's happening right now. You're no different. And in fact, I'm giving you praise because I'm telling you that your senses are not failing you. <laughs> you know, we have the same memory, you know.
1: Yeah. It, it, I saw this. I saw this one clip with regards to the Mandela effect. I saw this one clip where uh, and I, I was gonna bring it to your attention, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, he's probably already seen it. First of all, and second of all, there's gotta be some some trickery or bullshit to it. Have you seen this clip? It's a guy with a copy of the Berenstein Bears.
0: And- I actually go ahead, you tell me about it and then I'll tell you. Yeah, so and- so I've seen the clip and it's the guy and he's he's walking uh into the room, into the bedroom, right? And the yeah. Berenstein. Changes to uh, Berenstain changes back to Berenstain as he goes in and out. That's the
1: clip I'm talking about. Yeah, so I'm, I, I'm assuming you saw that, obviously. So yeah, I was right on that.
0: What's your take on that? Not only, not only did I see it, we recreated it with video editing software to show how easily it could be done. And Karen helped me do it, and we redid that clip in about a couple hours of time. Um, it could have been done a little better. It was a little shaky, uh, but we really rushed it out. Um, anybody can fake that with video editing software and and upload that or even play it in a stream because people said he streamed that live well people can play pre-recorded edited video and play it in a live stream and it'll come off as live to everybody so I just think that's video trickery in my opinion because we again in the matter of I I mean I told her like the night before or a couple days before I wanted to to recreate this video and do it on the show. I literally, I'll show you the video after we literally I want to see it. Yeah. for sure. It, it's me, literally me holding a Berenstein book. Are you making noises? As- oh
1: no, look what's happening to the book. Oh
0: boy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I played the whole <laughs> role. I played the, I played the whole role, dude. But at the end, I made sure in the same video without any cut scenes or anything to tell yeah. everybody that it's fake. Like this is fake. I'm faking this. <laughs> and, and this is, this is how easily it's done. Granted, the other guy did a cleaner job at it, but if we t- if, if Karen would have had a couple of days to, to play with it, like we could have made it look exactly the same. So oh, it's also I just think he was passing
1: it through a grainy filter. Like when he first did it, like the first four or five times he's doing it, you can't even read the book. Right. So he's got it through a grain yeah. filter. Right. And then the last one, you're yeah. looking at it going, OK, yeah, that's cool. But, you you know, it's just frame by frame. You just alter out frame frame. And I looked at this, I'm like, yeah, that's the thing that I saw that. And so I wasn't bringing that up to you, being like, hey, is this real? I wanted to know what your, what your take on it was. And so we got that. And I like that.
0: My, 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 my take on it is they had to muddy the waters, make us look bad and get people to run with shit. It's that, that makes this topic look stupid. And uh, that there's also another one going around where a guy supposedly has an old uh, cell phone. And if he takes a picture with it, with his old cell phone, it shows the Mandela effect thing, the way that it used to be like, uh, as he as he's like doing like a, you know, he's like doing like a video and he's scanning what this camera would see with his phone. And as he goes, say, he goes over a, a curious George doll, all of a sudden the tail will appear on it or something. It, I don't I don't buy any of that stuff. But, uh, you know, I mean, well, what we're seeing is crazy, but I just don't think that any of these technologies, uh, like this guy's cell phone, is tapping into the Mandela effect. I think it's kind of, you know, it's a little above that, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if it is, that'd be, that'd be super cool. But I'm I'm assuming if that were real, like, like imagine just, just for the sake of argument, that that's a real clip. The guy's got that bedroom that does that shit. Yeah. How quickly do you think the CIA would be at that dude's house?
0: <laughs> yeah. He also has a fake video on his channel where he has this portal that supposedly comes out of the bed and he's like looking into like a different city on the other side of the world or some shit. Like it's, it's, and it's good editing. It's good video editing for sure. But that's all it is. I've seen you know, that video, video trickery. That's the same guy?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, wow. so so coincidentally he's got his bedroom portal and he's got the Mandela effect. All right, cool.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But
1: okay, so here's the thing. Now, upon further inspection, is this guy doing it just for fun or is he actually trying to play it off as real?
0: I don't know. I never pursued pursued yeah. a conversation with him or anything. No, I'm,
1: like I'm just, not going to shit at him. Like aw. if he's just having a, if he's just having a laugh, then good for you. You know, thank you for that. Because that's the kind of thing too that, that also like brings attention to the Mandela effect.
0: Yeah. And there's also people that, you know, they think it's just about the Barronstein bands. They don't realize there's landmass changes and Bible changes, and anatomy and all this. They just think it's this fun little game. And uh, so somebody like that that would perceive it in this way, he might have had no ill intent making a video like that, you know? Now, if that's somebody in a truth community and he makes a video like that, obviously I'd have a 180 opinion on that.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. I'm not, when I saw it, I saw it as, somebody had spliced it or somebody had, uh, whatever, like stitched it. So I didn't actually see the original. I just saw a stitch of somebody paying attention to it. And I just thought that was kind of a campy little thing that somebody had done. But I mean, but you're right when they talk about, you know, changing sort of land masses and that sort of thing. And, and, uh, are you familiar with the plot of Westworld?
0: Not really. No, I've never seen it. I mean, I've heard of the show, but I've never watched it.
1: So if you're looking for something to kill time with, I know you're not much of a TV guy, but if you're looking for something to kill time with, it's interesting to watch Westworld. It's interesting to sort of see what they're doing because it has a lot to do with um, uh, humanity. And the idea being obviously there are what, what are referred to as hosts which look like people and you go into the Westworld and you can do whatever you want to these hosts. And you're just a human inside this Westworld thing. The story goes that these people are shot up, beat up, raped, you know, punched, kicked, cut in half, all all, all the all the dirty sins of the of, of what humanity wants to do, they can go and do to these robots for whatever reason. And they just, they come out, they get repaired and then they go back into the, into the thing. Sometimes they have a story where they're, you know, these guys are, they're prostitutes. Sometimes they're a farm lady that's got kids. Sometimes they're background characters, whatever it is, right. This is, they, they they go into detail about this. But one of the things that I took from that was it was, it's impressive to see somebody talking about sort of like a, a different perspective. Season one, When you watch it blind, you're watching it from the perspective of the people, like the humans, quote unquote, that go into this, this area. Okay. Season two, it starts off with the fact that you very well might be, you might be the host. And the idea being that the hosts are awoken, woken up, waking up from their programming through extreme pain. And constant Mm -hmm. suffering and constant crap. And when you look at the world today in 2022, everybody is just so, it's just so much fear porn. It's so much fear porn that people are waking up. People are seeing certain things. And that to me is like, okay, so they're, they're talking about this and they're sort of doing this sort of thing. So even with regards to all the absolute chaos that's going on, I've had these thoughts where I'm like, is it bad? You know and then what's the definition of good versus evil? So I'm even on the cusp of all of the entirety of everything. You put it all in one pot. I'm like, I'm not sure it's bad. Because I know that again, when we talk about you know there the has humanity. to be
0: some sort there has to be some sort of balance too. So some of the evil is needed. I mean yeah.
1: without because exactly. without the evil, there's no there's no gauge for good, right? And so anyway, so back to the 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 the, the West world. You know, when you, when we think about, when we think about the fact that, you know, we could be the bots, you and me could be the bots and that's mm. kind of cool. You know, we could be the AI. And I had this conversation with uh, my last uh, guest, Nick Hinton was on um, last episode and we were talking about artificial intelligence and how the world yep. is pointing at you know, the Illuminati and this, and anything. And in, even in Westworld, you know, um, Westworld and Truman Show were both filmed under a dome. It's like, obviously, you know, the ethos of the show, they're both filmed under a dome. Right. We've been talking about, you know, flat earth is like we live under a dome, right? Operation Fishbowl, all that sort of stuff. In, um, in Westworld, they terraform the earth. So they'll sort of block off a spot and they'll, and they'll terraform and change it. You know, North America and how it's shifted. New Zealand and uh, the land down under is no longer down under. These things are like shifted. Right. Mm-hmm. There's also talk about, you know, how um, uh, people that go out into the, into the wilderness go missing. Right, because there's there's not enough programming to sort of to 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 handle uh, them trying to create the sim for one person way out there. So they just glitch out and they they go missing uh, when yeah. they're in complete openness and wilderness. Uh, so all of these things are, you know, at at one point like five, 10 years ago, well, maybe more like 10, 15 years ago now, we talk about that stuff. And it's like none of this makes any fucking sense to me. Like that's like you're just talking, you're just talking bags. It's just all gibberish. But yeah. now you see things tying together, tying together, tying together. And this is where the Mandela effect comes in too. If they're terraforming and if they're changing things, right? And if one day, in, but you and I are bots. So like one day you remember a certain thing from, from an existence when you had kids or when you had this or when you had that and Pepsi looked a certain way or sorry, Coca-Cola looked a certain way. And now Coca-Cola looks totally different because they changed it when you, when you swapped out. They terraformed, they moved some stuff over here, they changed you up over here. And it's not like, it's not like you, you know, you've lived an entire lifetime. It's that, you know, whatever happened to you ended your existence and then you got blinked back in. Now you've got a family. Now you're over here. Now you're running with this thing. So every single morning that we wake up, we blink back into this reality. Prior to waking up this morning, we don't technically know anything. No. So, That's the thing. And it's not even waking up this morning, like prior to like, I mean, mean, you and I could have literally just been blinked into existence right now with the memory that we started a podcast an hour ago. Right. And now we're still talking about it. So that's how far gone reality could really truly be. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's the thing, like when people say things like when people say things, so how do I put this? There was a point in time where the argument was, is the earth flat? Is the earth a globe? Now the argument is, why are we having an argument? And what am I experiencing? And what is this truth reality? Not what is the Mandela effect? Not what is the earth? Not what is this? What what is that? Not what is my suffering? Not what is my addiction? Not what is what I think I'm doing? It's all of it. It's all of it. Why am I having this argument? Why am I having this conversation? Why did I start this podcast 205 episodes ago? You know, all of these questions. Why did I do any of this? Because, well, you have to, right? Basically, you have to but it's not about winning the argument. It's about having the argument and experiencing the argument. I think I've gone on a massive tangent right now, but I don't know. Did you, did you have any thoughts on that?
0: Shit? <laughs> no, you're good, man. That, hey, That's what I'm all about now. It's like, what is the big picture? Well, I want to know what, what this reality is and why we are here yeah. and what's next. You know, it, it's not about, you know, I know people hear me talk about the Mandela effect all the time. It's like, and I always tell people, that's, you know, the most phenomenal thing I've seen so far, but there's always going to be more, you know, There and the, the journey just keeps continuing and continuing. But I want to know what this place is and how it actually works. And I'm yeah. not going to ignore all my experiences, all my memories, and then all the physical freaking evidence that backs up the experiences that we had, along with the correlation of, you know, it's like what I talk about with these Mandela effects, right? <clears throat> It's if you took a hundred people and stuck them in a room, right? And you asked them what company Ed McMahon worked for, sweepstakes company. I mean, you already know they're going to say publishers' clearinghouse, even though it's always been American family publishing. Now, here's the thing like, if you put a hundred people in that room and they and 20 of them, say 20 of the hundred, told you Ed McMahon's always worked for publishers' clearinghouse, and they gave you details like, and he delivered giant checks to their door and balloons. Now, that's never happened in this reality. 20 out of 100 people told you this unanimous story, uh, uh, you know, uh, in unison, this story with each other of something that's never existed. That should be investigated. But that's not even what we have. If you put 100 people in the room and ask them that question, you're going to have like 99 out of those 100 people that are going to tell you the reality that's never existed. And and it's not just the top Mandela effects. Like, you could go down the line, and I dare say, like, all the ones I present, the percentile is going to be at least 75% or higher that remember the way things used to be. Like, if, if you take 100 people and put them in a room, right, ask them what the, uh, the, the witch said to the mirror in Snow White, how many people do you think are actually going to say what the current reality and say magic mirror out of 100? I would say you'd be lucky if there's one. They're all going to say mirror, mirror, and that's never existed. And we have all this physical evidence lying around in this reality. Why is that? Why are things changing? Why? 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 Why is this reality seem to like literally be fluid? That's what I want to know. I'm not going to deny all this. It's it's insane. I mean, Mr. Rogers, again, and these are just the surface level ones. But it's easy to bring up. We'll bring up the the geography ones. You ask people what South America is in relation to North America, they're going to tell you it's underneath it. If you ask people what direction the Panama Canal runs. They're going to tell you East to West. If you ask people where Cuba and these are land masses of the earth, this isn't, you know, media stuff anymore. Well, these people would all be wrong because now South America is barely underneath North America at all. It's so far over to the right. And the canal's like, I know we're not on camera, but the canal's up and down now instead of left and right. It's wild, man. Yeah. And and, and, yeah, I'm not a Bible guy, right? But there's changes in scripture that seem to have a strong message. You the Bible pages. people the same thing.
1: We were just talking about that,
0: and and it's like it's whatever's happening is very profound and very important, you know. And I I can't pretend to know that I've like uh, decoded all this or anything. But to how I don't know how people can ignore it and act like it's not happening and act like we're stupid. And when we they have the same fucking memories as us, dude. That's why I, that's why I do things the way I do and 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 go out and show that these people are all experiencing it. You know. Yeah. And a lot of that
1: would be, I would have to assume that a lot of that would be NPCs, right? You have the non-player characters. But I also believe too that we're all not, we we all start the game as NPCs. Like we grow into who we're supposed to be. You know, I remember being, you know, the drunk asshole all over the place, just doing whatever I thought I was supposed to do. And I remember being completely miserable doing it. And I remember sort of understanding certain things and seeing things and waking up to certain things. You know, so I believe that we grow out of NPCs, but I believe that, you know, the people that are denouncing it like you tell somebody that Coca-Cola never had the dash in the middle of Coca-Cola. It was always at the top, right? People are going to go, that's bullshit. And then 10 seconds later, you're going to watch them take the download and go, oh, yeah, no, that's that's how it was. I'm just misremembering
0: it. Denying their own reality and acting like we're the fools. It's unbelievable, dude. Like they're literally. They're the cognitive dirty.
1: dissonance, though. They're supposed to.
0: It, but and, and it's great. That's is why I get frustrated, because I thought it was a large group of people in like a truth community that would be totally past that type of cognitive dissonance. I was completely wrong. It's just as thick as it is with the normies as far as when it comes to this topic. This is the bridge too far for people to cross, even though they're all experiencing it. Well, how about there's a whole crowd of people out there, right? They'll tell you this. They won't. They're, they're, there's a crowd of people. They won't. Come and bash on the Mandela effect or whatever. They're kind of quiet about it, but they'll still, they'll 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 say that though, but but you know, but I know that Dolly had braces. Okay, well, why don't you want to take that conversation farther? You know that Dolly had braces in Moonraker, but nobody in the world can show me a copy where she's had braces, even if you have one in your house. You need to look into this further, people. It's not and it's not just about Dolly, you know, and it's not just about Star Wars, it's not just about it's about everything. Whatever this reality is. Let, let's you know throw some ideas out there. Is it a simulation? Is it God's creation? Is it hell? Is it parallel universes? Like, I mean, there's all these ideas that people have. Are we inside God's mind? Like, whatever it is, it's fucking glitching out right now. Or the creator is changing things at a rapid pace, trying to get our attention. I just don't know how people can deny it and not take any interest in it. You asked me earlier, I think it was actually before we started recording the podcast, are there any, uh, you know, new Mandela effects or whatever? And I, I want to address that. And I am going to, I mean, I'm going to present one that you probably haven't heard. Um, Excellent. But it's, My it's, favorite it's, part it's, of the it's, show, it's, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's interesting because when people usually ask me that, I don't usually have an answer because. Um, Every time you've come uh, on the show,
1: you've, you've just, you've just discovered a new one. I think the last one was, uh, I want to say the bag of chips or something like that.
0: Okay. So we're going to give you something better than that. Uh, so when people ask me that a lot of times I freeze up because I'm like, I'm not here uh, hunting down Mandela effects and trying to put a video out about it. And there are people that do that. And I think if you do that, you can end up reaching for things. And I, and I just stick, I I talk about things that are strong and profound to me. So you've heard me talk about black Tom, I'm sure. Right. I've probably talked about it on your show. Yeah. So I, and this other thing I'm going to talk about ties into that. So real quick, I'll give people a summary. Now, in this reality, 1916, okay, two German spies snuck in through New Jersey and attacked a a munitions depot with a million pounds of TNT. It blew up, killed 120, I mean, injured 120, killed five people. And it damaged the Statue of Liberty so bad that nobody's ever been to the torch. And I've spoken to people that have been to the torch. And the idea we would never hear of this attack. We were all taught that Pearl Harbor was the first major foreign attack. Well, no, now it's these two German spies. Uh, And then on top of that, there was another German attack I've spoken of a lot, Torpedo Alley. So I've done expensive research into these topics. And, you know, Torpedo Alley is 5,000 Americans dead off the coast of North Carolina by eight German U-boats, sunk 500 merchant marine ships. And this is interesting because there never were any German attacks on U.S. soil from wherever I came from or whatever this reality was. This instance of reality is different than where it was to me. There were no German attacks on U.S. soil. Now there's another one. And I did a video several months ago, but you probably haven't heard about this one. Um, And it's called the Kingsland Explosions. And it's German spies again in New Jersey again and only two years after Black Tom. And it wasn't there all these last several years that I've been looking at these things. It was not there. Now there's another attack by German spies. They snuck into New Jersey again. I think it's Patterson, New Jersey, and they blew up like 40 different buildings. And there was 500,000, 500,000 rounds of artillery supposedly flying through the air. And uh, in this pictures and videos of all the damage and stuff, uh, it's completely ridiculous. And so the theme keeps going with these German attacks And there's these tons of German Mandela effects and German names are changing because of the Mandela effect. I mean, you even brought up Volkswagen earlier. It's it's another German name change. And along with Haas avocados, another German name change. Charles M. Schultz, FAO Schwartz, Wernher von Braun. The Nazi swastik is crooked. Hitler has blue eyes. Like all of this stuff just keeps going on and on. And then like, so I do feel the Mandela effect is very personal. In my opinion, we can get to, I definitely want to get your theories after But my opinion is it's coming from the creator, at least for the most part. And some of it, you know, I know some of it seems like an attack or or whatever, but I look at most of it as pretty, pretty neutral. Um, But I do think things are there to grab my attention specifically. And then now there's this other instance where you see there's a town in Massachusetts called Orleans, Massachusetts. It's only got like 3,000 people there. And there's a little beach called Nosset Beach, beautiful beach there. So the people that actually live on the beach is like, you know, much lower than the 3000 that live in the town that, that has the beach. Right. Now, there's another German thing where a German torpedo was launched and it landed on the beach there. And you know who lives on that beach? My mother lives on that beach, and her back window overlooks the sand right where, like, allegedly, now years and years ago, there was there was a German torpedo that got launched and hit that beach. Like, hmm. it, it's
1: insane, insane. So now the Mandela effects are making it personal,
0: and they already were because I had changes in my neighborhood and all the stuff in Lowell. Like, my neighborhood changed. A guy, Ed McMahon's from there. The river that's there changed. Uh, it's already been personal with me since about uh 2019. It started getting personal, and it's interesting because I started making videos in 2018, and my co-host Gloria said, "Wait till you have some personal stuff happen, because then it's going to be really profound." Yeah. And then when that happened, it was like, "Wow, man, this is uh, this is really special." And I and I feel that there's more tied into it. Like Mandela Effect's a crappy word. I mean, but that's what we're stuck with, right? It's like the 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 way in which this reality operates, but it's also at the same time, I, 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 and I, and I have seen some other little changes and other changes all within like the last year. It does seem it's speeding up again. I just can't think of them all right now off the top of my head. But on top of that, I get these synchronicities when I'm out doing things that like reassure me that I'm like on the right path. And I think that's part of this whole thing too. You know, I don't want to say Mandela effect, but it's all tied into it. Whatever's is sending these signals throughout reality, whatever's causing these changes. And I do believe, uh, I do believe that it's one reality for anybody that's wondering what I believe one reality. We're not jumping timelines. We're not coming from an old earth to a new earth. Nobody's traveling back in time. And I could be completely wrong about all this. I just want to tell people that it's my theories. I don't believe it's CERN. I don't believe it's D wave. I don't believe we live in a simulation. I believe that it's one reality and it's in flux. Now it, by what methods is it in flux? Is it just us perceiving perceiving signals most of us that are on the same type of level perceiving those frequencies at about the same time yeah i think that's probably more or less what it is and than anything else um but i i, I really can't be sure so I, I know i said a lot there i went off on a tangent what I'll do like, you think about that and and what what are your theories on the Mandela effect
1: so my my, my main question uh on that one is i mean i'm not going to question you you're the guy that does all the research on it i Um, I I would state a few things, Uh, one question and a few statements is, um, well, what did they call the Mandela effect before Mandela? There was a name for it. So,
0: yeah, some people would call it something to do with like people being dead and coming back to life again theory. Uh, Cynthia Sue Larson, who been writing on it since 1999, uh, she calls it reality shifts People that are of Buddhist backgrounds, they call it parallel realities and still do. They don't call it Mandela effect. Um, So there's been a lot of other names for it. And there's a bunch that I'm probably missing. Uh, Reality shifts and parallel realities, I would say, would be two of the bigger, bigger terms that were definitely around before. The term Mandela effect, which, you know, the whole term Mandela effect, Fiona Broome. Nelson Mandela, like the whole thing stinks like shit to me, you know? So, you know, that 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 whole part of it is the whole gatekeeping part that came in to gatekeep what had already been happening in this reality. Uh, people think the Mandela effect kicked off in like 2016 or something. Absolutely not true. Um, not only do a lot of people I know have had I had an experience that goes back 20 years. But uh, other people have experiences going back longer and longer. They just didn't know what it was. But on top of that, the disinformation online from the big sources – They came out way before 2016. I've shown the Today Show did a hit piece and like they didn't call it the Mandela effect, but that's what it was. It was a hit piece on the Mandela effect in like 2009. The Forbes magazine did a hit piece on the Ed McMahon Mandela effect in 2012. Um, It was interesting, dude. I showed a book. It's supposedly a fiction book. Now, Dilemma is a big Mandela effect for many, many people. Are you familiar with that one? Dilemma? Yeah. What's that? So many people remember the Dilemma, uh, my, myself included, with a silent N in it, D-I-L-E-M-N-A. Now in this reality, it's always been a double M. There's no silent N. So millions and millions of people around the world are all misspelling this word and all inserting a silent N where it's never belonged. And so many of us remember intentionally mispronouncing the word to know how to spell it. Like this anchor, anchor memories for a lot of people. Now it's always been a double M. So there's this book, this 2000 fiction novel. I forget the name of it, but I did a video on it. Um, And in the novel, it's crazy because there's this character and he's like, he's running around, he's under gunfire and all this stuff. And then in the middle of it, out of of the blue, he just blurts out, he's like, and there's going to be a day when people forget that Dilemma is spelled D-I-L-E-M-N-A and they're going to spell it with a double M. And it's in this fiction book of 2000, just this weird thing. You blurt out and the Mandela effect actually changed that. Now, if you go back and you look in any old, you know how this works, but if you go back and you look in any old dictionary or anything like that, they're all going to be spelled with the double M. There's never been a silent N in Dilemma. Yet all of us remember this obscure fiction novel that I found while doing research on it. And I was like, wow, this is really strange,
1: dude. Really you, strange.
0: You, you brought
1: up before you brought up um, we're all sharing one reality. And I disagree with that. Um, cool. And <laughs> cool. Click. Oh, shit. He's gone. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love hearing everybody's theories, dude. Like, yeah. you know, this, I love having the roundtables and stuff. We need to oh, have these sure. conversations. 100%. Yeah, so good to have.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Like your information merged with my information, you know, and because, yeah. you know, I'm not going to, I'm not like, I, the stuff that you say, you know, and the stuff that we talk about with regards to the Mandela effect, a lot of that shit blows my mind. Um, yeah. Dilemma isn't one of those things. I've yeah. never, I've never in my life experienced the idea of the dile- dilemma being spelt with an N. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I say, that's why I say like, I'm not wrong and you're not wrong. Right. Which yeah. means that, w- that, that there, that you and I are experiencing this differently, which means that there's different realities being taken place. Now, my, my take on reality is right now leaning towards SIM and the mm-hmm. Mandel effect plays into SIM, right? Because again, SIM sure. is, SIM is computer bro i'm at war constantly with the algorithms on on social media and the algorithms on social yep. media are 100% indicative of and reactive to me right so i am an algorithm myself and when you sort of extrapolate more into that you understand that you know you've been programmed you're being programmed we're being programmed every day by the things like like the things that we think that we want we we see this stuff we're influenced by these things and we think that we want this and and again there's this conversation going on about free will and how humans have free will. And the neat thing about free will is one of those things where it's like, if it, arbitrarily, if there's a hundred topics that we could talk about, mm-hmm. humanity only talks about five of them. And we talk about five of them ad nauseum. And if you talk about any of the other 95 of them, you're crazy.
0: So You mean like pol- politics, religion, entertainment, sports, and news, and that's like pretty much the five topics, that type of stuff?
1: Essentially, like I'm, I'm arbitrarily stating five out of a hundred,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I want to you.
1: talk about, like, if, if I want to talk about interdimensional travel, I'm crazy. If I want to talk about the Blue Jays, hey, let's do it, right? So my free will only extends to what I'm allowed to know. And I've had this conversation a thousand times over. The fact that you and I are communicating right now in the English language is the first step to deception because I can only communicate with you things that I can correlate to the words that I'm using. And language in and of itself is the very first line of manipulation, right? So how am I supposed to convey to you that, you know, I don't know anything. How am I supposed to convey to you without using my words? Well, it's simple. Everybody, every guy on the the earth knows what, hey, check this, check out. Is Every guy knows, hey, what's this? You know, just a couple of emotions, a couple of this, a couple of that. Every guy, you know, knows certain things. Every girl knows when somebody's in trouble. Most people can read certain scenarios and situations off the person's face. Like, are Mm -hmm. you surprised? Are you shocked? Like micro, micro expressions to me is is a phenomenal topic. There was a show back in the day called Lie to Me. I absolutely love that show Um, because I used to, I still do read micro expressions. It's called reading the room, things like that right? You sense energy, you, ser- you see certain things. You know, another thing too is, you know, we talk about certain things like, like Superman, for example, gets his son, gets his power from the yellow sun of the earth. Superman can fly, right? And it's really cool that Superman can fly. And you and I talk about gas prices and everybody right now, for example, is arguing over gas prices, right? And then the alternative to the argument for gas prices is, well, thank God there's electric vehicles coming along. Right. And people don't realize that it takes like electricity, for example, is like the battery is stored electricity. It's not created electricity. So to create electricity, you still need something that's going to create electricity. Um, so the idea of gas, and these like, again, this is the stuff that we can argue. We can talk, talk about car batteries. We can talk about Tesla. We can talk about petrol. Right. And we can go. We, we can talk about this shit until we're blue in the face. And everybody's got an opinion on what we can do with all this sort of shit. But not a single person is talking about, well, why don't we just fly? Why don't we just levitate? Why don't we just head over, just fly like Superman does? Because people are like, right at the gate, you can't do that. And I'll tell you this, if you've never tried, you'll never know what you can do. And when it's absurd to try, that's the thing too, right? But here we are, we're being told all of these stories. We're seeing all of this stuff. It's in every single media everywhere that all of these mutants all of these non-humans can fly. Right? There's there's this thing. There's I look at this world as as our entire history stolen from us and sold back to us. But I also look at this entire world as a video game. Now, everyone wants to be upset and angry at certain shit, but I mean you're of the same age as me. Remember Street Fighter 2, how cool that game was back in the day?
0: It, it, top three game all time.
1: There you go. 100 percent It's I, I was playing it earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love Street Fighter 2. I was never very good at it. I was really good at Mortal Kombat yeah. too. but Street Fighter 2, for any male or even women, but mostly men, for any man that's, that's between the ages of, like, what, 39 and 46, 47, you played yeah. that game, either in the arcade or on your Sega Genesis or on your Super Nintendo. You played that game for hours. And, and, and-, and, and now imagine that game so you pick your character, right? And then you press the start button instead of the other one. So you get red Ryu and all oh, the color change and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You go into the game and there's no opponent. So now you're just standing there, fight. <coughs> and there's nothing there. Well, that's a boring ass game. Now you don't, you're not going to fight Ken. You're not going to fight Guile. You're not going to fight anything. There's nobody there to fight. Mm-hmm. Right? So the whole purpose of the game is to fight that guy. Right. The whole purpose of, of, of what we're doing is, is to be able to sort of have these, these, these breakthroughs, and the breakthroughs come from fighting. Arbitrarily, yeah. I'm just saying with regards to this. They come from fighting. You get better at Street Fighter. You, 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 you get your ass kicked by Street Fighter until you get better at it and better at it better at it. And the only way to get better at it is to play it. So all of the shit that's going on in this world and this reality is happening, and this is my take on sort of where we are and why we are and what's going on. Because there are things that are going to catch your attention. For you, specifically you and through your experience, it is the Mandela effect that's doing a lot of shifting for you. Because of it, it's introducing you to people. It's introducing you to scenarios and situations. And you're growing as an entity. Look at how much you've overcome. We were just talking on the break. Look at how much you've overcome. You're now completely self-sufficient simply because you love this topic, right? And that's really cool. But without this topic, you wouldn't have become the guy who is self-sufficient. So in this game that we're playing, without... The opponent, right, there's no point in playing it because we're not getting any better. Like, And, and again, if you walked in the, and Ken was there uh, and you yeah. just kicked his ass, and if you just beat the game over and over and over again, you get bored of it. So there's this, there's this perfect mixture inside any video game, which is why I believe we are where we are, where if the game's too fucking hard, we quit. If the game's too easy, we don't give a shit. The game itself has to be just the right amount of, of myst- mystery Um, challenge struggle you have to lose a bunch of times and you have to be able to reset and restart and regrow and regroup and redo these things you have to keep going and you have to keep going and you have to have a time limit too like in mario for super nintendo or for regular nintendo right the time oh shit i run out of time right and the thing about the time limit because also in this game we believe in death we believe that death is a thing because we've witnessed this person dying right people dying of old age now, here's the thing. When people say COVID, right? Because now COVID is a, is a narrative that we can talk about. People say, I can tell you that the numbers, I believe the numbers are fake. COVID's fake. But I can also tell you that I think death is fake too. And that's the kind of thing that blows people away. I think that dying isn't real. And yeah. that some that people are like, what does that even mean? I'm like, we, none of us know what death is. All no. we know is that there's a meat suit left behind and there's there's no more yeah. there's no more there's no more entity inside this thing so none of us really know what death is because none of us have experienced it
0: well we don't even know if there's no more entity inside that thing part of our entity could still be inside that meat suit and part of it could be elsewhere we, we don't even know that
1: but we're willing to argue over it aren't we
0: right? oh I definitely think that that death is not what they tell us and I certainly somebody that thinks our energy goes on and goes somewhere else and we continue it's just a different experience yeah well maybe it's maybe we literally just get you know reincarnated back into the same type of situation different game different earth whatever it is you know so maybe maybe it's guy
1: in definition of yeah. you dying maybe you start back at the beginning yeah. of the level just like mario yeah
0: well, I, that's what I said. Like, uh, so, you know, there's some, a lot of parallels here if it's a simulation or if it's God's creation, I think. And, I, and then like what you said about the video game aspect and what I have been saying, if, if it's like a, a choose your own adventure book that God laid out for us and we make cognitive choices and we do certain things, other people just kind of stay and go, go with the script. It kind of like a game. If you, uh, if you die and you run out of extra credits and lives or whatever, and say you get reset in this realm, I think some of the accolades and some of the, achievements uh that you've acquired in your past life you kind of keep in the background until you it gets to a certain point where you build it up over these lives and you're ready to move on to the next thing but with the with the simulation idea I'd like to talk more about it because I want some more thoughts on it from you. Um like what do you when you say simulation what are we talking about here? Are we talking about like literally uh a computer simulation And, and if so like what what do you think the source is how many times do you think this has been done? Uh, let, let's expand on it a bit because it's not something I talk about a lot, as you know. But I'm totally open, and I want to pick your brain on it a little bit. So, well, quantum computing it is on. a thing
1: now, right? And, mm-hmm. and the idea that you know we sit back and we play games like The Sims and we control these things, um, you know, we, again, you know, the, there are, there are keys and notes inside this this whole thing. Like we're sitting here going, we're blaming the Illuminati, right, for a lot of shit. Uh, the Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission. You know, we're over here arguing about money and nobody gives a shit because the people that are controlling the system invented the money. So we're trying to figure this out and figure that out, right? But money's money's like, and everyone's like, the buck stops here, you know? Uh, yeah. Follow the money. You hear this a thousand times. But money, if we're focused on what the money is, we're missing the whole point of what everything is. So, yeah. so quantum computing is a thing now. And there are certain things that we can do and certain things that we've seen and certain, you know, whatever. And when I say quantum computing is a thing now to run a simulation as predominant as the one that we're in, um, or possibly in, uh, based on the standards and understandings that we have would be absolutely massive. Right. But just like in Star Trek, I'm sure you're familiar with the character Q, right. With the snap of a finger, he gets whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. So all of the ideas that we have on absolutely every single topic ever in the history of anything we've ever been able to talk about, it's all minuscule. It's all bullshit. And you can't get an answer to something astoundingly astronomical with limited information. All you can do is extrapolate with what you've got. So we're not supposed to figure out where we are, what we're doing. We're not supposed to figure that out because that the answer is irrelevant. It's like hearing your favorite song. You know, you don't just jump to the end of the song. You enjoy the entire thing. We're not here to get the answer. We already know the answer. We knew the answer when we came here, in my opinion, right? But we came here to have the experience of figuring out who we are, to relive where we are, what we're doing, how we're doing all this sort of stuff, to find the dawn of time. This could even be like, you know, an existential reality somewhere else. We could be like, let's, let's all right, history class today on Tuesday, space date. 94 Blorgen X2. Yeah. We're in history class. And for the next 45 minutes, you're going to play this. You're going to plug into this game and you're going to have this entire lifetime of experiences. And on the other side of it, you're going to, you're going to write an essay. So this whole thing that we're doing right now could literally be.
0: So other- that I was going to ask you that. So you do think uh maybe that we are like organic beings though. And we're like observed into this, like as a virtual reality, rather than we're bits and bytes in a computer simulation is that kind of what you're describing here
1: okay so uh, no i mean yes and no i'm i'm i am i do not have any answers i'm just saying these are the these are yeah. thoughts that i've had right
0: yeah what yeah you yeah. know
1: what i what i'm allowed to know is that inside all of the building blocks of society are uh, quarks quarks and quasons mm-hmm. so right down to the very firm basis of the atom which is the building block of all of society inside the atom is Quartz, Quartz, and quasons, And what that means is all of this isn't physical. It's energy. We're on the holodeck. Yeah. And that is the information that they've given me. Now, for me to extrapolate beyond that, I would have to have information that I don't have right now. Of course. When you expand and when you run, like my whole thing isn't about... My whole thing is about elimination. I, this is one of the things that people don't really understand about um, waking up and, and your awakening and all that sort of stuff. It's not about learning new stuff. It's about eliminating absolutely everything that's bullshit. Yeah. And when you do that, when you truly eliminate all the bullshit, you're left with a very rudimentary statement that we are energy and that energy cannot be created or destroyed. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the truth. So here's the real question, well, if that's the case, which it is scientifically, as we've been allowed to know, there is no difference between my hand and the desk, right? The question is, why is my hand vibrating in this frequency to make it my hand? And why is the desk vibrating in the frequency to make it the desk? And why can't I pass through the desk if the majority of me is built out of space anyway? There's a gap between all of the quarks, quarks, and quasons as they bounce around, which again ties back in with quantum entanglement. When you get down to that realm, the quarks, quarks, and quasons are appearing and reappearing and disappearing. Quantum mechanics dictates that things can come out of this reality and go into another one. They can, like, if you picture a pool ball or pool table and you break the balls and all the balls scatter across the pool table, now the nine ball and the eight ball can disappear and reappear on the table. That's quantum mechanics. Right. You get down far enough and they just disappear and they reappear somewhere else. That happens on this planet, in this earth, in this reality. That's happening right now on a very molecular level. So are we meat? No. Uh, we are, we're, we're, we're gifted with, um, what's the term? We're gifted with mortality, but we don't know what mortality is. right? I know that it looks like it'd be fucking painful if I got my arm ripped off. So I'm going to do my best not to get my arm ripped off. Right. But that's just me. Now with that knowledge and that information that I believe that I have, I'm not going to bother going and getting my arm ripped off. So I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I can get my arm ripped off. But in Star Trek, uh, when they beam down to someplace, they, they get completely destroyed and into a computer and then reassembled down on earth or down wherever they've beamed down to. Mm -hmm. Now, where did that technology come from? Who thought about that? Who thought about that? Because somebody somewhere is telling, like the Gene Gene Roddenberry thing, they're telling people stuff. Everything on Star Trek: The Next Generation, which was total science fiction before, we're using now. Yeah. So it's your own brain and it's your own limitation that's telling you that death is permanent, and that there are things that you should avoid doing because you're going to die. Um, another thing too is we have this again the scarcity thing. So if you want to talk about um. A prison planet, because that's one of the theories as well. If you want to be low vibrational, think about a prison planet, like in the movie The Matrix. Right? They keep yeah. us all vibrating as low as possible in the lowest frequencies, afraid of everything, scarcity everywhere, and 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 they they harvest that energy. Right. But I mean, I they look do, at they
0: that, do they do do that, but for people like yourself and me, we can almost completely unplug from that aspect of this reality. You yes, know? and it much like
1: Neo in the Matrix. We can, I can create my own reality. Well, there was yeah. a time, there was a time in my life where I was like, I remember being a kid and, and talking with my buddies in school about an episode of Seinfeld. And then later that night, that very episode was on TV. And I used to remember thinking that was weird. And I know that in my life right now, if I have certain thoughts, I can absolutely 100% physically manifest a thought almost instantly. I don't have the yeah. skill to do it on repetition. And everyone, whenever somebody hears that, they're like, well, why don't you manifest five million dollars and blah blah, blah 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 I'm like, because again, money is money is irrelevant. If you've got all the money in the world, now you've got different problems and different 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 things. Not- money,
0: money, I really money's not a good thing, honestly. A whole bunch of money. Like it's really done a lot of bad things. Look what it's done to people. It's made people go along with all sorts of lies forever. Pick your topic. You know, because yeah. they're afraid and even people that aren't shills and whatever. Uh you look at all the people you might even know, like your own families that might work at hospitals that didn't say nothing because they were afraid they'd lose their job. I mean, the money's the root of evil. Agree. A lot of that.
1: Yeah, the, the not the not money itself, but the desire for money. But yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people that shut up. I know a lot of people that didn't, though. I know a lot of people that that opened their mouths and lost their jobs. Good. And, that, and, like, and, and I say good for you because they're like, and then but the normies will say, Well, how are they going to feed themselves? Man, it's not about the money, it's about overcoming. It's about becoming the person who fights the battles. Again, it's this game, every single thing, and here's like my my absolute bottom line, when I, when I say you remove everything, you remove everything, you remove everything. My absolute bottom line is every single thing is happening right here for every single person to have the experience that they're having so that they themselves can become the version that they need to become. There are yeah. humans, here. There are probably hosts here. There are probably some sort of reptilians here. There are probably some sort of everything. There's there's probably a multitude, a facet, a, a, a bunch of different entities that are all playing this game, that are all doing this thing, that are all having these experiences. And the, there are people out there that want to fight me for having this opinion. And I'm totally cool with that because that's your job. And if you didn't want to fight me, I wouldn't have to explain myself. And if I didn't have to explain myself, I wouldn't fully understand what I'm doing more and more. And it's the same with the podcast. When I started my podcast, I started a podcast. And when I started my Instagram, I started an Instagram with the intent on giving the people what they wanted. And the funny thing about that is anything that I could have thought they wanted was just me thinking. So it was me just assuming I knew what they wanted based on what I understood and what I had observed from the algorithm, which is all just a lie. Uh-huh. My shit didn't catch fire until I started just simply speaking on what I wanted to speak on. And then I realized even at that point in time that it was absolutely never about the people that I was trying to attract. It was about,
0: it's about, about you, it's
1: about me growing as an entity. And the yeah. fact that I'm on episode, this episode 205, the fact that I'm on episode 205 and speaking of censorship, I've had episodes pulled talking about, you know, people not saying anything in the hospitals to, to keep their gigs. I had episodes pulled when I lost my other show, completely lost it. I specifically pulled off the Adrenochrome episode, right? Cause I'm like, that was probably the one that got us sting. Cause on the other show, we had over 200,000 downloads on one episode, right? Wow. And then they, and then they pulled us. We had a 28 episode run on episode eight. We had, we had over 200,000 downloads. And then the podcast, the in its entirety, blew up when Spotify bought Anchor. So <clears> even <throat> I've self censored here. And self-censorship is an interesting thing too, because in the third dimension, self-censorship is what the all of the bots want you to do. Like YouTube, for example, could blow you up, but the world would be like, hey, they blew up Brian. So Brian must've been onto something. But if you well, I, self-censor, yeah. then you still yeah. stay there and you don't talk about the topics that you used to talk about, or you change certain things, or you go away for a bit. Yeah. And the people think, oh, maybe he's changed his mind. So self-censor in, in and of itself is part of the system it's part of the algorithm it's it's part of the way that the big machine you know keeps you quiet and keeps you from spreading the word
0: oh it's what i tell people every time they get me to two strikes then what they'll do is they don't want to terminate my channel what they'll do is they'll keep removing videos but say we know that you just got your second strike and we want to keep you on youtube and i got pages and pages of emails like that where i've had like over a hundred videos deleted in one night they already had me on two strikes but they want to keep you around because they want you to self-censor and they want you to stick around they want you to waste and focus your energy on creating backup channels and doing all these things. That's what they actually want to do. And And when you do people, that, you're giving them your energy. You're pouring yeah. your
1: energy into that thing, just like those machines that are usurping the energy of the humans in the matrix. It's getting our energy.
0: I, that's why I told people, even though I have a couple backup channels with a few thousand subs each, I'm not doing it this time. I'm not playing that game um i'm just going to shut my channel down for three months and focus on my other platforms i'm not doing that i'm not self-censoring myself uh just absolutely not going to happen and i've talked about this so many times to people that that's youtube strategy it's been their strategy forever actually i talked about it before i ever did youtube videos that's why i never did videos when youtube was blowing up because i could see what was happening with youtube and facebook and what was happening to the internet and you know back in the day People used to really spend time going around to different people's websites and forums and all these places to research things. Facebook and YouTube came in, made it all cool looking and stuff, and basically centralized everybody to then make people self censor themselves or completely pull the rug out on people if they see they need to. It's completely ridiculous. Yeah. Try try getting somebody to click anything that's that's not a YouTube link. Like when you're on, you know what I mean. Like it's like people don't want to go anywhere and look at anything. They just want to stay on these gigantic platforms and they want to play with their game and acquiesce their game or you know i can't you know even though people hear me talk about the mandela effect all the time i have to be able to say COVID's a hoax 9-11 you know i had to get into all these things on my channels i'm not self-censoring myself you yeah. know absolutely not the best they'll get out of me now is you know I'll, I'll, I'll probably still upload my mandela effect short videos that are just residue and stuff things like that i'll try to upload but my live streams I'm not even gonna put them on YouTube while I have strikes on my channels because they're just gonna keep hammering it. Yeah, I'm not playing that game, and that's why I tell people you got to spread out. And there's a lot of people out there, Adam, that will not leave YouTube. And uh, and it's not very hard if you're not a content creator to just go to another website and watch people. Like you guys need to understand that the YouTube game is broken. Like I'm, I can't play that game. You know, people, I've done it for like the last month because it worked out to where I was strike free for like a month. It never lasts. though. you know, so you can't put your eggs in that basket. If I, if I put my, all my eggs in the YouTube basket and never spread out, I would hardly ever be live because I'd always be down on strikes no matter how many channels I have.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No. And that's it. And so that's, again, that's algorithmic, right? So the question, you know, again, where are we? That's the ultimate question. You know, where are we, what are we doing? Why am I conscious? Why am I aware of this? And the further I go down this road, the further I'm going to, I'm going to have these understandings. Like right now we know what we know and we're talking about what we're talking about based on the information, and the experiences that we've had. It's neat to talk about this and, and somebody somebody's going to listen to you talk about self-censorship, especially on the YouTube platform. And then me talk about it on, on Instagram. I just keep getting, I keep getting bumped down on Instagram. And no matter what, like they're pulling stuff from 2020, 2000, you know, 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and I'm just like, well, so we, I'm gonna I'm getting a full strike yeah. like a, a full restriction for something that, that went up three, four years ago. I don't have yeah. any idea what this is. Right. So I play along with that a little bit too. Like there's that, you know, that whole thing where I'm sure you're privy to the the piece of information where, um, the food packaging plants, uh, they all burnt down. Yeah. So the, uh, there was a, a clip on it and I was like, Oh, okay. So they're talking about it. So what I did was I, I copied all of the dates and locations and I took all of the information out. And my addition to that was, here you go, here's some dates yep. and here's some locations, do what you want with it. And then the, uh, the, the Facebook is like, this is false information based on something, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, there's no information. This is just dates and locations. Do what you want with these yep. dates and locations. And Facebook, yep. the big ultimate algorithm is going to come and try and dissuade certain people. And the funny thing yep. about that is there, you know, there are people out there that that will always believe Facebook over something else. Like, are you going to, are you literally going to, I personally find it hard to believe that there are people that are going to listen to a tag over oh, over instance, like their yeah. own family, their own blood. You know, I have, I have a hard time believing that, but I know that I know that there are
0: people out there that will do that. You know, that's the case. Yeah, dude, it's it's wild, dude. Why, it's why, you know,
1: the funniest yeah. thing in the world is you, it, it doesn't it doesn't happen that much anymore. But I used to love the absurdity of somebody telling me that they debunked what I said through Snopes. Oh, dude. That was the best. They're like, I did a quick Google search. And the first thing that popped up was this debunking. I'm like, really? So the very first thing that you came across was a debunking of the interesting thing that I said. And because you saw it on a website called Snopes, don't even, don't even get me started on who's running Snopes, but because you saw it on the like the very, you clicked on the, you did so much research, you punched in, dude, dude, dude. you clicked on the first thing you saw, which was Snopes and you went with it. Right. Now we all know that all of the search engines and all of the algorithms are all against everybody at all times. The funniest thing in the world was people being shocked that whatever that other one was 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 no good anymore.
0: DuckDuckGo. 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 Duck, duck,
1: they're like, oh my God, DuckDuckGo is bad. I'm like, man, they're all bad. <laughs> there's no there's, there's no there's nothing left. But the thing is, even everything that we're trying to search is is algorithmically incorrect. It's inside you. You want to You know, people word things a certain way to find out certain things. I mean, me personally, like I said, I don't care. I'm interested that it's taking place, but every single thing that could ever possibly take place is taking place inside one thing, which is all of this. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I can be upset. Like Snopes is garbage. The internet's garbage. Everything's garbage. I'm utilizing what I've got for the ability to cognitively speak on what I want to speak on. My podcasts are my favorite thing in the entire world, especially, not, not especially, but I love my solo casts where it's just me ranting. It's not really ranting. I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm downloading, I'm unloading what's inside my mind and I'm having the opportunity to think about it and talk more about it. I love doing solo shows. Uh, I love my guest shows as well too. I mean, this stuff is like, we're, we're almost two hours into this and like, you know, there's no, there's, there's no, it's just been, it's just, it's, it's a, a wonderful thing. And another thing too is, Think about this and think about the phones. Like you and I right now, we're doing a podcast and we are, it's going to be two hours or or more by the time we're done. And that's going to go out and people, people will pay, people pay like 30 bucks to go to the movies and watch a two hour movie. Right. And you and I just gave free content to thousands of people, two hours. And, and nobody bats an eye at that. They're like, Oh, well, that's just a thing. But when you sort of really break it down, I do a lot of these shows and I love this. I love that. I love that the internet's brought me to you. You know, I love that you and I can connect that we never would have before. I love that even without the internet, like I don't, I don't spend two hours talking to anyone about this stuff. Right. So even though this is, this is two hours going out to the people, it's two hours of me enjoying myself. Right. This conversation. There are we've all had those
0: These type of conversations they're therapeutic for me in a big way. To be able to talk with open minded people like yourself and some of the guests I've had on lately, like it's really therapeutic for me. Hundred percent. So that's why the podcast and that's why creating um, is therapy. Yeah, it's so much. It's so therapeutic to let it out.
1: And I wouldn't have these conversations with the people that are in my immediate circle. I don't have the luxury of calling a buddy and having this conversation for two hours. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because, you know, we're driven to do it or, you know, I just sort of look around and maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just my circle of influence is not where I need it to be. I don't know, but the podcast, the guests, you know, obviously the recurring guests such as yourself, 2% of my entire audience, that's you right there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I like that. And, um, you know, the, the new guests, I get to meet new people that I've never spoken to before, you know, and they've got their great ideas and I get the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with them. What other profession would allow that? You know, what other what other lifestyle would have you talk to a perfect stranger for a couple hours about some shit? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, the internet is garbage, right? But because the internet exists, great things have come from it. Great, great opportunities, great everything. So really everything is a result of what it is, not what it is that you're looking at, but how it is that you're choosing to look at it. Everyone's up in arms. DuckDuckGo is garbage. I'm like, and are we surprised? Like, who cares, right? I posted prime example. I posted on 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 Instagram a great video of a guy surfing. He's on a surfboard. He caught a really cool wave, and he's got two dogs with him on the surfboard. And it's just a video of the guy catching the wave. The wave comes in. He crouches down. One dog. One dog jumps over him to the front of the board and balances. It's really cool. The other dog jumps up onto his shoulders and chills on his shoulders like a scarf. And the man surfs the board. In It's really cool. It's a really cool video. And I posted that and I said, I know somebody is going to make a comment that the dogs don't have life jackets on, right? Because somebody needs to be a hero at all times in any given situation. So many people, hundreds of people watched that video. I got, you know, well over 500 likes almost right away on the video, which meant people were paying attention to it. People were seeing it. And I'm like, I know there's one guy that's going to be like, well, what about and I felt like commenting on that too, being like, listen, man, there's a high likelihood that these dogs have been doing this for a long time. And when they were young, they had the vests on, but they've been swimming for the past yeah. five years of their lives and they know how to handle a crashing wave.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's not up to me to talk to that guy about that thing because he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit at all. This guy doesn't want my opinion. He wants his opinion coming out of my mouth. Right. He wants to be right. Right. And it's that mentality and it's that frequency and he can chill with his friends and he can be right. And he can do his thing like this guy, whoever he is. If he also listens to the show, he knows he made that comment. And now he's yeah. got, you know, he's got five minutes of my airtime, me talking about it.
0: He's the so, same guy that if he saw you in public without a mask on, he'd probably tell you to put one on because you're going to yeah. kill people.
1: <laughs> Maybe, but I, I would, I would, yeah. I would actually say he probably isn't that guy because remember I'm six foot two, 280 pounds with a big beard. Right. If he saw me in public, he probably wouldn't approach yeah, yeah. me at all. Yeah, but if I was if I was I, five foot eight, he might approach me and and try to run his mouth.
0: Yeah,
1: right? these guys typically they won't they won't uh, they'll only they'll only physically and publicly say something to you if they feel that they're superior or above or could or could handle. And a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people see me and they don't see that and they don't think that. So I mean, you know, it, it's it is an interesting thing because again, that's all perception and perspective. And the funny thing about that statement is it's not even his perception. It's actually my perception of his perception, which again, is literally just me thinking. So it really all comes back down to me. So who's in control of all this, right? Great question. Who, if we keep saying the nefarious they and this, that, and the other thing, there's a lot of clues out there. There's a lot of things that could point to a certain thing. And I have a really interesting idea that perhaps this was built a long time ago as Mm -hmm. a testing ground. For a lot of things. Now, one of the possibilities is that you and I are bots and we're just kind of becoming self-aware, but we're not part of anyone's major story. So we're just chilling in the background because without background characters, all movies would be shit. So maybe we're just background characters. Maybe we're side Mm -hmm. missions, but the truth is you and I are on a path that started whenever it started and it ends when we die. So we don't know what life is. We don't know what death is, but we do know that roughly, we understand roughly what a year is. And we can arbitrarily say for the next 40 of those years, you and I are going to be 80 some odd. And then we're going to be like, I'm going to like at 84 years old, you're like, God damn, I figured it out. Right. But in the (laughs) interim, so much is going to change. And there's going to be so much new information and so much this and so much that, that no matter where we get to in 40 years from now, there's going to be all that new stuff that we're going to then be trying to compile and figure out and and set down. But that's the thing. You're here right now to have this experience. So there is no end game. There is no end result. Like, you're, we're not here to get to the end. We're here to experience. And yeah. and we have to experience that guy telling me that the dogs aren't going to do it. And I know that. Now, here's an interesting question. If I hadn't thought in my head that that guy was going to make that comment, would he have made the comment?
0: would it, would it have happened.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, that's manifestation. I'm like, I knew as soon as I put that up, I'm like, there's going to be a fucking hero. There it was. But had would I not think thought you, that... And we're back now from break number two. I could have been more smooth with them, but uh, I was on rants and I was running out of breath. And then Brian needed more coffee. And he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, you know what? I do too. So this is the first podcast in 205 where I actually took a bathroom break. If you can believe it, this is my very first bathroom oh, break dude, podcast.
0: Dude, are you serious,
1: man? hundred percent, man. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I- I'll sit down. I'll sit down and I'll, and I'll just knock it out. Right. But, and I wouldn't have even gone to the bathroom, but you're like, I got to go. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I do too then. Right. So talk about the yeah. power of suggestion. <laughs> you know, there it is.
0: So I, I manifested, I manifested your urination. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's a urination <laughs> manifestation. It's, it's out of control, you know? And so, I mean, like, that is what we were talking about. And, and when you go into sort of manifestation and that sort of thing. People have a hard time believing that you can manifest whatever you want, but the truth is with all all of our limiting beliefs, which is basically we're built out of 100% of limiting beliefs, we've manifested what we could. Our lives, anyone listening to the show is literally living everything that they've manifested. They manifested all of this, and people will be like, I didn't manifest this, I didn't manifest that. You took the information that you were given, you took all of that was around you, all of the stuff that was everywhere in your specific and personal life, and you did what you could with that information. Therefore, you currently have, and what you currently are surrounded by is a result of all of the effort you've put in with all of the knowledge that you've had. If you're not happy with where you are, the only thing missing between you and where you wanna be is new knowledge. So just simply add new knowledge and remove bullshit, and you'll get to where you wanna be faster. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And we could probably even wrap it on this. I mean, we've been two and a half hours. If we go much longer, we might just start getting bored and falling asleep. Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs>
0: it's been a long day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. We can wrap it up, but we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Uh, have you, I'll have you on my show within the next couple of months. At so, some point this summer, I'll have you on my show. Good.
1: I'll look forward to that. And, um, I think I think we had a lot of fun. I think you've got a you've got a set of links, right? That I can just um you can just copy and paste and I can just send that out.
0: Yeah, I'll send oh, them to sure. you and and audibly, just so people hear. Um Brian S. Stavely, S T A V E L E Y, basically on every platform. And um, if you want a website, Dose of Reality Show, Dose of Reality And just click all the link, the the links page, and that'll take you to uh whatever you need, my email, my telegram different video platforms
1: oh, well i'll just drop that in there dose of dose of reality show.com
0: i'll dose send you
1: reality show.com. that's your links okay so is that like a link tree do you still are you still allowed to use those
0: uh it's, it's actually my website that i built in 2010 but i don't really do anything on it now and but i still just built a web page to put all my links on it but it's not it, it it's on my site it's not a link tree thing
1: yeah well there's a new one out there and ladies and gentlemen if you've heard about this one too koji we're going to start working with them And that's a neat one too for content creators to, uh, to get paid, to get tips, to get this, to get that, to connect with people and that sort of thing. So Koji is a good one to get out there. Koji. Like a a link, like it's like a link tree, but, but there's, there's money involved. So it's good for creators.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, even though we just tied all this in and wrapped it all up, uh, I will say this in the infamous words of red green, keep your stick on the ice.